Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Click Millionaire Success Show with your host, Scott Fox. It's time for another educational and entertaining episode that can help you work less and live more with your own internet lifestyle business. Hey there, it's time for Click Millionaire's Office Hours. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Scott Fox. It's time for you and me to take a little journey along the trip that we call Internet Lifestyle Businesses. Hoping that you are going to enjoy this trip. For the next hour, we're going to be together and we're going to be talking about how you can make your life a better place by investing in Internet Lifestyle Business Development. So what does that mean? Well, that means... Well, it means I think that you can make a difference in your life and that it's time to get started doing that. It's time for you to figure out, well, who you really want to be when you grow up. How's that sound? It's time to figure out how you can get going and get on with your life and uh, enjoy yourself by being an Internet entrepreneur. So today we're going to be doing that, and we're going to do that together as part of our Click Millionaires video office hours. It's time, in fact, for the St. Patrick's Day edition. The St. Patrick's Day edition, here we go. Hey, it's St. Patrick's Day. Well, almost anyway. My ancestors are significantly Irish, so this is a, a holiday we celebrate in our house, and I hope that you do too. And um, it's a great time to celebrate all that is fun and uh, lively in your neighborhood and in your family and among your loved ones. And um, it's one of my favorite holidays, I have to say, because it's, well, it's really just about having a good time. I mean, there are religious roots to it, of course, but it's also about appreciating yourself and the things you've accomplished and those around you and having a good time doing it. So happy St. Patrick's Day to you from everyone at Click Billionaires. Now, today I think we're going to talk about um, not just uh, events like that one, which is um, the uh, March holiday, but I want to talk about the um, the uh, April holiday that we have here Um at uh, clickmillionaires.com. Now, hold on. I want to just invite a few more people here. Time for your questions during office hours. Okay. So, by doing this, we're going to get together and we're going to talk about, well, a bunch of people have written in with questions, so we've got those questions to talk about. We've got at least one website to review, and who knows, some more people might show up and want us to review their websites as well. And we're going to answer, hopefully, some of the things that have been nagging you about um, well, your business, your life, uh, and how those two work together to help you make more money on the Internet. So that's the strategy today, and that's what we do here during uh, video office hours that are part of the free service from ClickMillionaires.com. So what is ClickMillionaires.com? Well, if you're new to this, and a lot of you are, new people show up every time I do this. I do this every month or so, and this is really about helping folks who are curious uh, about either how to start an Internet business or how to expand an existing Internet business to increase their mailing lists or to sell more products, things like that. And really the nut of what I am focused on most, and in fact it's encapsulated in the title of my latest book, um, which is called Click Millionaires. The subtitle is Work Less, Live More with an Internet Lifestyle Business You Love. So there's lots of business experts on the Internet, and there's lots of folks pitching um, follow your passion and the money will follow sorts of stuff, the lifestyle people. But I haven't found a lot of people who work where I do, which is where those two overlap. 
those two overlap, and they should overlap because business is an opportunity to improve your life. So what we're really about at ClickMillionaires.com, and that's the free forum that I run, uh, where a lot of you are members already, of course, and if you're not, please come and join us. We talk about how to mix your lifestyle opportunities with your business opportunities. And those two together can really make something special that isn't taught in business schools or any other school that I've seen. And that's the idea that your business doesn't have to control your life. Your career doesn't have to be the priority all the time over your own lifestyle goals. I think, I believe, I've written written books about it, and I've helped many other people, including myself and my own family members, figure out how to build lifestyle businesses that allow you to, well, do more of the stuff you like. Stuff like um, getting up when you want to, wearing what you want to wear, um, going to lunch when you want to, taking vacations when you want to or don't want to, working with people you like instead of people you don't like, um, adjusting your schedule around the things that are important to you. Maybe you have a sick relative or maybe you have uh, kids that you need to take care of or, or other obligations or hobbies that are important to you. Life shouldn't always be about making your boss look good. That's what it boils down to. I think you're the boss. And that's what we're celebrating here on this St. Patrick's Day edition of, of Quick Millionaire's Office Hour. So if you're with me on this, we're going to be talking about this for the rest of the hour. And I'd love to have you join me. Um, and you can visit the chat room on Google+, Plus, of course, and type into the chat room there. And I'd be happy to have you uh, tune in and uh, ask some questions if you want to join me. So let's get started with the questions I've got, and um, hopefully we'll have some uh, live ones as well as we move our way through the hour. Um, the forum, I talked about the forum. What am I missing? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Uh, let's see. No, I guess I've covered it. All right, so let's get started. Let's talk first about the major reason for today's show, which is the April Challenge. The April Challenge is something that we started in my Masterminds Forum. Now, if you'd like the kind of advice that I give here in our public office hours or in our public free forum at clickmillionaires.com, there's a lot more of it in the Masterminds Forum. The clickmillionaires.com is free, 100% free. In fact, you can make money by participating there. It's the only forum I know of on the Internet where you can come and participate and actually collect a share of the ad revenue. I use about half the ad revenue to pay our expenses, our moderators, our hosting, all that kind of stuff. And the other half of the ad revenue, well, we give it back to you. We give it back to the people who are active in the community. So you can actually make money learning how to build an Internet business, if you'd like, at clickmillionaires.com. Now, if you're a little more serious about things, well, then my Masterminds Forum is the place to go. And that's still a rock-bottom price, $39 a month. Again, I don't know anyone with my qualifications who offers services at this price level. But I do it at this cheaply because I want to give people a chance to upgrade their lives and, and benefit from a lot of the things I've learned as well as the things that the other members in the Masterminds Forum have learned. It's not just me. I'm there all the time, and I moderate that forum personally, so I'll work with you personally if you want to be a Masterminds member. But we do uh, video conferences like this uh, every two weeks, and the people really get to know each other. We talk to each other. We build businesses together and help each other. And they have a lot of expertise too. That's my point. That's why it's a Masterminds group, not just a Scott Fox talking group. (laughs) It's a Masterminds group because people contribute their own expertise, and we help each other. And as you probably have heard a thousand times, 
you are the average of the five or six people you hang around with. You need to find mentors. You need to find work with people who are richer and smarter and faster than you are. Well, Masterminds Forum can help you do that, and that's what Masterminds Forum is about. So go to mastermindsforum.com if you're interested, or go over to clickmillionaires.com, and there's a bunch of information there about upgrading to Masterminds. For 39 bucks a month, it's, it's one of the better deals on the Internet, I have to say. And the reason it's so cheap, I guess I should address that implicit question, because I give the profits from my books to charity. I don't do this to get rich. I'm not getting rich off of teaching this stuff like most of the folks teaching this stuff online are. They see you as a profit center. I see you as a human potential center. <laughs> and I would like you to have a better life. So if you go and buy this book or any of my books, uh, like the ones over here on the wall behind me, uh, those profits go to charity. Okay, so I'm not trying to uh, stick you with some big hidden upsell here. I'm trying to help you. So the April Challenge, let's talk about that. The April Challenge came out of our Masterminds Forum about two years ago. and actually was the October Challenge originally. And one of our members posted a goal and said, you know, I'm going to do this by the end of October. And a bunch of the other members said, wow, that's a really good idea. Uh, I want to do this, and I'm going to do this. And a little, a little challenge erupted. So we called that first one the October Challenge. And it worked, went so well that we decided to do it again in April. And now we're doing, this is the second or third one. I've lost track of both October and April. And it's your opportunity to find something that you want to get done. That's what the April Challenge is. So come on over to clickmillionaires.com or upgrade to the Masterminds Forum either way and post. Here's something I want to do, something I'm going to take off my very long and annoying to-do list and post about it, and we will help keep you accountable. We're not going to be mean and chase you and hound you, but the idea is by saying something publicly, you're more likely to commit to getting it done. And that's proven by psychologists and stuff too, right? You've got to, you've got to make it a little bit public, and it gives you that little extra to get it done. So I would suggest that, that we'll talk about the specific rules a little later, but that's the concept, okay? So I want to kick off today the April Challenge, and I hope that you'll come to clickmillionaires.com and join us and post about something that's been nagging you. Not the huge world-changing project and not the little tiny thing you can do in 10 minutes either, but something that's a significant accomplishment uh, that you can get done in the next six weeks by the end of April. By the end of April, and usually the goal is something significant and measurable like launch the website or make at least one sale or uh, publish the ebook, something like that, something that you can look back at and say, I did that. I did that. And the April Challenge can help you do that, whatever your that is, we can help you, all right? So that's the April Challenge, and I invite you to join us and hope you will. Okay, so let's get to our content and the uh, topics that we have today. And if you'd like to uh, submit something live during the show here and you're watching, you can, in Google+, Plus, you can uh, pop out. There's a chat room over uh, here. And here, I can't spell here when I type one hand. It's here. There we go. Over here. And uh, if you roll your mouse all the way to the left side of the screen, then there uh, a menu bar will pop out, and you want to click on the little blue one. Um, for me, it's over here. Uh, but it might be over there for you. I think some things are reversed the way you see them. Anyway, at the top, there will be a little blue box with some white lines in it. Click on that, and the chat room will pop out. And I hope that you'll come and join me in the chat room and um, ask some questions or a comment or give me some feedback along the way. And, of course, you're welcome on camera as well, those of you who would like to join me. All right, so we talked about the April Challenge, and we'll get back to that with the more specific rules in a few minutes. But let's talk about um, – here's a question we have 
from uh, one of our members, a gentleman named Jeffrey. Jeffrey's written in, and he has a, uh, a budding online soccer training business, okay? And he posted this in our forum at clickmillionaires.com. And uh, the idea is that uh, he's going to be showing videos that, uh, well, let me just read it to you. Easier in his words than mine. Okay. My question is about interviewing and getting information from others. For example, my online soccer business will be interviewing coaches, players, etc. Since I will be putting these videos onto my monthly-based website, so it's a membership site, and therefore I will be monetizing these videos, if the interviewer finds out, well, I have to pay the interviewee. Basically, how do business owners handle interviews? Do they have to pay the interviewees, especially since the interviewee, interviewer is monetizing it? That's a good question, Jeffrey, and I, and I think it's a very good question, and I don't think it's one we've talked about before, um, so I'm glad you brought it up. I've, and I've done a lot of this. So here's the short answer. The short answer is you are right to be concerned. This is the sort of legal point that if you're loose about it, it could come back and bite you. But it's not hard to get ahead of it. How do you get ahead of it? Well, you simply ask the uh, interviewees for permission. That's all. It's pretty standard these days. Uh, for years, I would get interview requests um, for interviews about my books and so forth. And you know, if you're just going on a radio show, that tends to be a very quick interview, and it, it would just disappear into the other, uh, and it didn't really matter who owned the rights to that. But then, as you all know, a few years ago, people started recording those, uh, and podcasting became a thing, and then YouTube became a thing, and recording videos via Skype and putting those on YouTube, and then people figured out, hey, I've got all this great content. I could sell these interviews as part of a either a, maybe an ebook or a podcast series, a bunch of MP3s, or maybe some videos, et cetera, et cetera. And that's how, uh, Jeffrey, your business is coming uh, from that same sort of place, right? But there is a legal issue there that hasn't been largely addressed by most of the podcasters that I work with. And you do technically want to get permission because you are taking that person's words and maybe their face and logos as well and promoting them and then either directly by selling copies of the stuff, making money, or indirectly perhaps by putting it into a membership site or something like uh, what you suggested there. Now, I don't think it's ever been litigated when somebody did that um, and then got sued, and then like the Supreme Court decided where the line is and how much permission you have to have and so forth, um, there's not a clear answer here. And it's certainly arguable that if you interview someone and they agreed to be interviewed and they knew that it was going to be recorded, that they knew you were going to do something with that interview, right? That's not a stretch. But the fact that you're making money does turn it into a little bit more uh, of, of a debate. Uh, and in fact, you could even say in traditional radio, they may not have been selling the interview, but they were selling ads around it and they were monetizing it too. The problem is, is that copies are so easily made and distributed now. Podcasts, MP3s, YouTube videos, etc. And that stuff can live forever. So it can be difficult to, um, for an interviewee, say they did an interview in 2009 and then 10 years later, their video is still out there with them, right? So that can be a little dicey, especially if you're selling it. And I've had this happen. People have called me, wanted to do an interview, and then it turns out that I'm part of their course, uh, and what I thought was a casual, one-off sort of podcast is now something that they're selling. And I, I was kind of annoyed by that, honestly. Usually the interviewee is doing that for promotion. Like, I didn't take any action about that when that happens because, well, of course, I'm there to promote my books and stuff anyway. So it's kind of a, a trade, right? 
But the short answer of this long story is that you should ask for permission. It's pretty easy to do this two ways, either proactively or, or reactively. Uh, I should say passively maybe would be a better word. Well, here's the specifics. When you ask someone for an interview, you can put a paragraph in there somewhere near the bottom or even as a PS that says uh, this interview will be recorded and it will be used for purposes such as A, B, and C. Uh, the interviewee agrees that uh, the interviewer uh, can monetize this interview. Something like that, sort of a disclaimer sort of thing. And that wording wasn't perfect. I obviously just made that up. That's a perfect thing to talk about more in the forum if you'd like to come over and post. Um, and you can do that two ways, like I said, passively or, or more proactively. That statement can just be in there and it says, this is how it is. Or you can actually ask and say, um, Dear Fred, along with the fact that I'll be calling you Thursday at 2 and we're going to be recording it via Skype, is it okay with you that I'm going to do A, B, and C with this and actually force them to say a yes or a no? Obviously, that could lead to more problems than if you just kind of slip it in there, right? Um, but this is not a, a topic that has been uh, tested in the courts. And uh, usually people are on the show either just out of goodwill because they want to help you or just spread whatever message they have, or they're actually looking for promotion. So it's not the hugest risk in the legal world, but by adding that little bit to your emails, I think it can really protect you a lot, Jeffrey, and I think it's a good idea to do that. The other in-between that occurs to me as I'm thinking about this is you can do it in the initial email, or you can kind of slip it in on the confirmation. So you can email them and say, hey, could we meet Thursday at 2 o'clock? I'll call you. We'll talk about uh, online, we'll talk about soccer training tips and so forth. They come back and say, yes, great, here's my number, call me then. Or, um, and then you can say that, okay, I'll call you then. By the way, <laughs> I'm going to record this and do this sort of thing with it. Uh, and at that point, they're already kind of in and agreed, and they're probably going to read that and go, oh, okay, close enough, right? So as you can see, that's kind of a gray, that's a continuum of possibilities. But the bottom line here is I think it's a good idea to uh, – get ahead of this and uh, demonstrate with all your uh, podcasts or videos or any even print interviews that you do as a blogger that you slip, uh, not slip, but actually post uh, your intended use and uh, get their permission first. Get their permission first is a lot easier than later when you do something unexpected and then, they, then they're mad and that totally changes the relationship, right? And that's not what you intended, I'm sure. You're trying to do the right thing by asking this, so do the right thing up front and ask for permission from anybody that you interview. All right? So I think that was a great question, uh, Jeffrey, and thanks for sending it in, and I hope that that helps you with your soccer training business. Um, we'll be, uh, you'll be launching that soon, I'm sure, and uh, since you're actually your Masterminds member too, uh, let me know and we'll talk about it on our next episode, and uh, we'll uh, promote it for you a little bit. And uh, this is part of your April challenge, as I recall, to get your website, at least the landing page, launched, right? That's your April challenge, and I uh, look forward to hearing more about that and seeing how we can help you, Jeffrey. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody that's listening. And if you're just tuning in, I'm Scott Fox. I'm from ClickMillionaires.com. I'm the author of Click Millionaires and Internet Riches and E-Riches 2.0. These are all books based on my own personal experience um, making money on the Internet and teaching other people how to do it too. My mission is to help you to do it as well. And that's why I do these video office hours to help uh, educate folks who are interested in this sort of thing and help you figure out what you can be doing online to make more money faster in an ethical way that can help you build a business around your life instead of your life around your business. Okay. Okay. So uh, 
um, let's move on here and uh, take another question and see if um, we can help a few more people. And um, then we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in the forum this week and see if there's anybody else we can help before we wrap up for the day. Let's see. We've got a question here, and this is one that a lot of us battle with. And this is a question a little more philosophical, I guess, than the last one, which is about perfectionism. How do you handle getting over perfectionism? In other words, sometimes I feel that every single thing I'm doing online must be perfect before I even move on to something else. Sometimes I feel this can be a hindrance, especially when I'm trying to maintain that just ship it mentality. Please let me know what you think. Just ship it. Well, just ship it. That's one of Seth Godin's phrases, and I've got some Seth Godin uh, stuff for you later uh, that I think you'll like as well. But let's talk about perfectionism. Uh, Perfectionism is a tough one to battle. It's funny because I think there's a a large overlap between people who are um, very detail-oriented, maybe even to the point of being uh, perfectionist or even a little bit compulsive, with folks who are good at Internet stuff. Because if you're going to be a developer, whether by trade and training or just because you've started building websites for yourself, you kind of like all that tweaking, right? You like the, the, you know, I'll make the logo a little bigger and that AdSense ad, you know, the border there and the font over here and, you know, that i got to rewrite that copy and, you know, follow up with those autoresponders and that, that Facebook post, you know, it can be better. And you can tweak and tweak and tweak in, infinitely, right? And those personality types overlap. You're a perfectionist, a little bit obsessive, and you get on the Internet and you find a place that could be infinitely perfected. (laughs) There's an immense amount of work to do. And the problem is that can lead you to uh, what folks often call, which I talk about in one of my books, I think it's the second book, especially E-Riches 2.0, Analysis Paralysis. And the best fix for analysis paralysis is get it done. Get on with it. You you just got to let go. And it's hard to do, hard to break that habit. And I've got a couple quotations in mind that I use myself because I'm as guilty of this as you are, everybody that's listening. Um, One is, uh, perfect is the enemy of good enough. Perfect is the enemy of good enough. And that one I think, well, like most good quotations, probably self-explanatory, right? Um, And... Let's see, Brian is good enough. Yeah, that's one. And then the other is um, from uh, General George Patton. And this is one that I've used for a long time, even before I was in the Internet. Um, And that is something like, it's been quoted in a variety of ways, but um, a good plan today beats a perfect plan tomorrow. And there you can clearly see the temporal emphasis, right? Today versus tomorrow. And that's the point here. Uh, perfect is the enemy of good. A good plan today beats a perfect plan tomorrow. The point is today is what you've got. Work on today. Get it done and ship it. And there are ways to do this, I suppose, Jeffrey, and I'd love to talk more about this in the forum. So anybody that's interested, please do post about this if you have other theories about ways to do this. Uh, But the very focus that's required to be successful as an Internet entrepreneur can actually end up tripping you up because you want to focus to the point where things are perfect, 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 way beyond Um, the margin of diminishing returns. So I would keep those words in mind. Perfect is the enemy of good enough, and a good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Get enough done. I'd throw in a third one there now that I'm thinking about it, the Pareto Principle, P-A-R-E-T-O, which you've probably more commonly heard referred to as 80-20, the 80-20 principle. Uh, 20% of the work is 
I forget how it goes. Now I'm going to screw this up. I should have researched that before I talked about it. But um, 20% of the work has 80% of the impact uh, and that sort of thing. The point is that there's enough you can do that makes the thrust forward to get into positive territory and the last 20% or whatever isn't probably worth the time. And you've got to remember these kind of things. And I repeat them to myself all the time, although probably not that one, as you can tell, because I don't remember it as well as I remember the other two quotes. But the point's the same. The point is, do the things that matter most. And you've got to let go of the other stuff. I don't know any other way to say it. Um, the one saving grace in this context that I think is useful and may be useful to you as well is that on the Internet, things don't have to be perfect right away because you can come back and edit all the time. This is a very liberating point of view for folks like, um, well, like me. When, when I write these big books, um, you know, books like this have uh, 60,000, 70,000, 80,000 words in them. And that's cut down from a draft probably of well over 100,000 words. And it can, I could spend years on these. And in fact, I probably do spend too much time. As you all know, I only have a book out about every three years. And that means that we've edited and edited and tweaked and tweaked and changed the diagrams and updated stuff and try to keep things as current as possible. And uh, the problem is once it's shipped and it's printed like this on dead trees, it can't be changed. And that is a legacy of, you know, 20th century industrial type production. And it's, uh, it, it will freak you out if you're a perfectionist, right? Is it all perfect? I can't let it go. And, you know, the publishing industry is rife with stories of, of authors who would never turn in a final draft, right? Um, but the Internet has changed that. You can go on the Internet right now and change a bunch of stuff, and you have that as a safety valve. So get the 80% done that's going to get the business up on its feet, making a few bucks, and then, this is the other beauty of the Internet, get feedback from people. Don't do that extra miles and miles of perfecting everything because it has diminishing marginal returns. And the fact is, you may be wrong. You might be wrong. You need feedback from customers. So that's where I'd put the energy. Do enough to get it launched and be sure to build in feedback mechanisms. Put the comments open on your pages. Make sure your contact info is available. Follow up with emails to your first a dozen or a hundred or a thousand customers and just say, what did you like? What did you think? What feedback do you have? Use that to perfect things. Real customer feedback is worth a lot more than theory, your own thoughts, the advice of a guru, any of that. Real customers speak much louder than all your ideas about what is perfect. And I would leave some slack in your plans and your budgets, both time and money budgets, to allow for that customer feedback because that's what can really make the difference. That's what can put you above the competitors as well. Customer feedback is super valuable, and it's not going to – you're not going to get the customer feedback early enough in your product development cycle unless you ship the thing. <laughs> and you'd be a lot better off shipping something that's 60 or 70% done and then getting some customer feedback so that you can really drive it home for the remaining 30% than spending weeks, months, years getting it perfect, 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 get it out there, and then you get some feedback, and it's like, oh, I – I missed that. I didn't even think of it like that. And it can really rock your boat, uh, upset you, cause you losses of money and time, etc. Customer feedback earlier in the cycle is better. The Internet, you can update and edit things. A perfect plan is not as good as a good plan today. Get on with it. Well, I don't know if that was helpful. It's all kind of vague, sort of airy-fairy stuff. I like to do more uh, detailed to, to how-tos and so forth, but I hope that's helpful to you. And anybody that's listening, I'd love your feedback to, to my previous point. Um, how do you avoid perfectionism 
and how do you just keep shipping? Because that uh, analysis paralysis and and drive towards obsessive compulsive sometimes uh, perfection can really uh, slow down your business and, and hurt your revenues. All right, so let's uh, let's take some more questions here and see what else is going on with the uh, in our forum. And we can we're going to do a website review here in a minute as well. If anybody's watching would like me to look at your website live, we can do that. I do expert website reviews at a website called wait for it expertwebsitereviews.com. <laughs> expertwebsitereviews.com is a place where you can go and order a review, and there they cost um, $129 or something like that, I think. And I'll do a private 20-minute video for you, but we do them for free here during the during the show every now and then. And we've got one here from uh, one of our members named Janet, so we're going to look at her website. Next up is the uh, idea of, I just wanted to show you around the forum just real quick and see what was going on over there. Let's, uh, in case you're new to this, let's give me a second here and we'll pop this up. There we go. There's our lovely forum. And screen share that. Now, I'm sorry, those of you listening on the podcast aren't going to quite catch this as well, but you'll get the idea. And there we go. So that's clickmillionaires.com. And there you can see a bunch of folks who are happy to be with us today and um, enjoying themselves in the forum. And here. This doesn't look quite right. There it is. Okay, I needed to refresh. There it is. Good, because I, I knew my smiling face was supposed to be on there, and that you could click uh, right here today to come and join the session that we're having right now. So what I wanted to show you was, of course, that this really does exist. <laughs> and, uh, the fonts render a little fat in Chrome, but uh, it looks okay. Now, here's the information I was talking about upgrading to Mastermind. There's a whole bunch of details here about the benefits of being a Masterminds member. And over here, we've got some a bunch of our current members. There's a great free SEO course. I need to talk about this. In fact, we'll get to that in just a moment. Also, the uh, current hot topics in the forum. This is what I wanted to focus on. Over here, we've got a new member named Kurt who just said hello. We've got a replay of our previous uh, video office hours. We've got the uh, Facebook likes caravan. You see hundreds of replies on that one. If you're looking for likes on your Facebook page or group, uh, you can participate there. Uh, discussion about Facebook, free uh, photos that you can use in marketing your website, a uh, offer for website tune-up community clinics, discussion about the April challenge, uh, guest posting on blogs if you're interested in how to get more guest posts or how to be a guest poster. That's a good uh, topic there started by uh, Jackie. A uh, new member there, James. I think James is from Malaysia. We've got people from all over the world. And uh, lots of stuff like that and lots and lots of welcomes, of course, hundreds of welcomes because we have thousands of members from all over the world. Uh, here's an example of uh, some of the folks who participated last month actually getting paid. That's our community cash program that I mentioned earlier. And it's based on uh, our leaderboards for the folks that participate the most and add the most to the community actually get what we call community cash. And the community cash... Uh, actually pays you to participate. Here's details on that if you're interested in that. Community cash can be uh, very lucrative and a great way to get started on the Internet if you're new to this. So uh, up next we've got um, a uh, the uh, website review I was talking about a minute ago, but let's quickly, let's just talk about this. This is a great offer. This is one of our Masterminds members who is an SEO expert. His name is Dara. He's from Ireland, and Dara has... Uh, made a great offer that I suggest you take advantage of. Seriously, this is a great offer. I should have talked about it earlier in the show, but I guess this is kind of an Easter egg for those of you who are watching and listening. For the next week, 
you can go over and visit Dara's um, free, it's not free, it's an SEO course. It's normally $99, and this is over at Udemy. And Udemy is a website that does online training videos. And this video uh, course is uh, all about search engine optimization. And right now it's 100% free for ClickMillionaires.com members. So if this looks good to you, if you'd like to learn about uh, search engine optimization, you can do that. And here's a list of all the pieces. I started going through this. I got through, I think, uh, maybe 14 of these videos, and they're excellent. So this is really a deal. There's a picture of our, our buddy Dara. And um, you look at this, the average rating is five stars. So this is free for you if you're listening to this show, but only until next Wednesday. So uh, gra- run over to clickmillionaires.com right now. Hit this free link that you can see at clickmillionaires.com only. And I think that you should do this because it's, it's good even for me. And believe me, I know a lot about search engine optimization. I've written reports on it and sections of my books and stuff. And uh, search engine optimization is a valuable uh, topic and one that you could definitely benefit from. And it's free. This is a, and this is a modern, up-to-date course, right? This is current, real-life stuff, and I suggest you check it out. All right, and thanks again to Dara. Um, and that's, I guess, it's, let's call that a St. Patrick's Day offer, right? Because uh, Dara is Irish. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> okay. So, um, hope that's helpful to you. All right, now let's go talk about the um, the uh, website that I mentioned. Okay, um, and that is going to be over at uh, JanetLoveIntuitive.com. So let's go find JanetLoveIntuitive.com. And by the way, if you're listening to me on the podcast, that's the audio-only version of this uh, show, um, you're, I'm sorry if you can't see this stuff. I encourage you to come and watch the video. The video is posting over at YouTube as well and should be available for replay at ClickMillionaires.com as well. And uh, these sort of video aspects of the show I think are interesting, and you can watch it on Google Plus too, of course, and we'd be happy to have you join us that way. And other than that, this podcast is going to cut off in a few minutes, probably right in the middle of me speaking. (laughs) So if you'd like to watch the full replay, catch the full uh, time, then please, like I said, check out the video replay later at clickmillionaires.com or my YouTube channel. All right? All right, now let's talk about um, Janet's website. Let me just find that here. Here it is, JanetLoveIntuitive.com. Janet is an intuitive which I guess is the current uh, hip name for psychic. And um, Janet wrote in and she said, I would like my website reviewed, please. I think I know a lot that is wrong, some that is right, but would like to know how to make it more modern to attract new clientele. I'm in a shift in my business. My website does not reflect my new focus. I'm working on a strategy, how to implement that on a no-money budget. Any help appreciated. All right. Well, Janet's a Click Millionaires member and... Uh, happy to help you, Janet. So let's talk about Janet Love Intuitive. Uh, let me see if I can get over here. Okay. So here we go. Janet Love. Here's Janet. Very nice photo. Um, looking very uh, intuitive, I guess. <laughs> what can we do um, to improve this? And um, I think it's it's not looking bad. I've certainly seen worse. All right, Janet? So I think it's actually very attractive. Um, the shape, the colors, the layout... It looks professional. There are a bunch of things I would change, of course, uh, especially since you asked, but it really does look great, uh, just in general. Like, if you hadn't asked, I wouldn't be complaining too much um, unless I was you, which is the business owner. And I can see it once I put on my uh, website review hat that there are a bunch of things that are hurting your business or at least not maximizing it. So let's start at the top. Um, First of all, it's rather narrow. 
this is probably less uh, width than you have to work with. You, uh, you said specifically, um, I would like to know how to make it more modern. Well, making it more modern would entail a bunch of design changes that reflect that most folks uh, use a wider screen now. So this is maybe, I don't know, a thousand pixels wide. You could go a little wider. Um, probably the number one thing that I'm seeing is uh, this huge banner. I mean, it's a nice photo of you, and I agree that you should have your picture on it, absolutely, because it is you, right? This is Janet's website, and here's Janet. Good stuff. But all this, that's just wasted space, completely wasted, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty, but it's, it's wasted. So you need to rethink the whole thing, Janet, around converting customers. Converting customers is what you need to develop a hierarchy for. I recommend finding uh, two, three, four at most goals for visitors. What are two or three things that you want people to do when they get here? And then you drive them there, okay? So that's what's really missing here. There's a modern uh, sense. This doesn't look as outdated as I expected from your email. It, it's tasteful and, uh, well, except for this, you've got the copyright 2013 down there. I recommend people remove the date because you often forget and then it looks old, right? So I would get rid of that copyright date. You don't need that legally anymore. Um, so at a minimum, do that. Um, and then other than that, um, what I would really recommend is reorganizing things around a hierarchy that's most important to you in the sense of how you can most help visitors. So what are those things? Well, for you, I would guess, you want, it looks like you want people to call you. Well, this may be a little outdated. Is that, uh, although you're, you're an intuitive, so I guess you really do speak to people. Most websites these days are more about email contact, right? but I would put your uh, contact info up near the top. You've got it way down here, hidden in very small type. Um, just a quick usability note, this gray type on that grayish-blue background, very hard for people to read. Tiny type, non-contrasting, uh, especially if your target audience is over about 50, this is going to be largely invisible. Um, so I would rethink that. It's got to be larger, more contrast. Um, also, if you're designing for mobile, you want to think about one column, and you've done that pretty much. I didn't look at this on mobile, but you've done that pretty well. You don't have a bunch of sidebars, uh, but all of this font may need to be a little bit larger just to pop on your phone. You might want to look at it on your iPad, your iPhone, on an Android device or tablet, um, things like that to see how this looks. I would review everything with a mind towards it being responsive or not. Personally, I find these italics just hard to read. Uh, but this is the message that I most want to see up above. I mentioned having uh, email contact and the call prompt here. Uh, by the way, the RSS, I don't think anybody uses that anymore. You could remove that. If you're active on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, sure, or Pinterest, you could add Pinterest maybe. Um, if you're not, then those are distracting. You want to eliminate things that are uh, possible to drive someone away and focus on what you want them to do. And the number one thing I think you want them to do is here, buried down here in italics, and again, gray, gray, gray. You just, this has got to be more attractive, and this I would make much more attractive, more colors, some graphics, uh, and put that right here, because that's what you really want. Then you need to add something that will entice people to sign up for that email. Like, why would I? What are you going to give me? Um, and they call it an ethical bribe sometimes. What could you say? Could you say, uh, I'll give you free uh, a discount on your first booking. I will give you a free copy of my ebook about X, Y, and Z. I will something, something, right? Um, but you need to offer them an incentive, and collecting that email address is critical, and it's just way too subtle down here. Okay. Um, if 
this blogging while we're at it. If, if you are blogging, um, well, let's find out. Are you blogging? Uh, I guess you are. Okay. Well, those, uh, again, tiny font. I think all this needs to be a bigger font. Um, this has not been, the setup hasn't been finished here. This is very bad news. You want to hide that stuff. It looks like you haven't finished building this thing. Um, but, uh, and comments, and then the same footer. Okay. And it looks like, at least for the moment, that uh, the Blog Talk Radio thing is not loading here. You might want to fix that. But let's go back to the landing page because this is what I think is most important. I don't know what this video library thing is. And it loves YouTube video. Click here to view videos. Okay, font's too small. If you've got videos, put a video up, okay, like you did here. If you want to promote your videos, make it obvious. This is clearly a video. It's not really one I want to watch, though. I would want to watch one about you. How about Janet saying, hi, I'm Janet. These are my services. Call me because I can help you like this, this, and this. Something friendly like that. And then, and then a link. See more videos, especially if you're taking antibiotics in the last five years, something like that. Now, um, I'm kind of all over the place here, but the bottom line is whatever you want to happen, you got to have it up here and with a strong call to action. Sign up for my email address, my email list now because you'll get this. Call me now because you'll get this. All this other stuff is nice, but um, this is not really selling. This is more informational. And I think you need to get to the point a little faster. If these are your services, quantum empowerment consulting and cranial sacral sessions and Reiki, it's like you have a lot of different expertise here. That sort of stuff I would pull out and put right here on the page. I like these boxes. They're very pretty. Um, I don't know why they change colors like this or what this little plus means. That's not a, a web standard that I'm familiar with. Let's find out. Uh, apparently it does nothing. Okay, so that's not good. So... Stop those from doing something if they don't do something. <laughs> um, and then each of these should be links. If these look like the same roughly uh, categories that you had up here in this pull-down, and I would link to those both because it would make them more obvious, but it would also encourage people to click on them. Right now, there isn't much I can do here. And I think that's my fundamental point, Janet, is there isn't much to do. I come here, I see your face. Okay, you look nice. I can call you. Uh, all right, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And that's a real loss if somebody's going to the trouble of finding you among the billions of pages online. You want to grab them. Hey, welcome. I'm Janet. You know, Sign up over here for my email. Call me now. Hey, these are the things I offer. Click on them. You need some calls to action. Click on this. Click on that. Get this. Benefit. Tell them what they're going to get out of this. That kind of reorientation uh, would be good. I like the three um, categories here, but you need to have a lot more links uh, and uh, more focused calls to action. Uh, the other point real quickly on linking these, that will help your search engine optimization. Also, internal links from these uh, bullet points to the internal pages that are noted here will help Google scan your site deeper and get more pages from your site into their index, which should help you attract more traffic. Then down here, like the top, you've got this huge footer um, that isn't really serving a, a lot of purpose. Um, Janet loves brand yourself site. Okay, well, we don't have time to go over there, but there's something. I can hardly read this stuff, um, and I'm really trying. So um, the design is very pretty, but I think it needs to be a little more functional, and I would build it mostly around calls to action towards your primary goals as a business person. All right? So I hope that's helpful to you, Janet. Um, that was a bit of a lengthy review, but I, I know that you're trying hard here, and I gather from some of your other posts that uh, you're in a tough spot, so I hope that that might help you reorient the site. You've clearly got a talented web designer on board. It's very pretty, 
but um, a lot of web designers are not business people. They're more interested in pretty than business, and I think you need to tilt the balance a little more uh, toward the business uh, from from the pretty. Okay, I hope that's helpful to you. Hey, if anybody else out there is interested in this kind of website review, expertwebsitereviews.com is where I do these, or you can join and upgrade to the Masterminds form, and you can uh, get one for free. I do them over there for free for our Masterminds members, and sometimes I've even done them more than once as people uh, repeatedly refine their sites with contributions from myself and the rest of the members of the Masterminds community. So mastermindsforum.com, if you're interested in that kind of thing, we'd love to see you over there. All right, so let's see. Well, we're, well, we're nearing the end of the show already, so let's talk through just a couple more things here. Oh, I said I was going to talk about the April Challenge, the rules. Well, the rules for the April Challenge are simple. I'd like to help you get something done. <laughs> and that something should be something that's been on your list for a while. It's not too big, not too small. It's kind of Goldilocks, just right. So what's something on your list that you can get done to cross off that list that will make a difference in your business or, or in your life, and ideally both. So look at that big to-do list that we all have as entrepreneurs. Choose a specific task or project that's been on that list for a while that you're going to get going on now. Post about it in the forum. You can post to clickmillionaires.com or if you're a Masterminds member, um, post it there. And start a new discussion. It says AC, meaning April Challenge, colon, whatever your goal is. I'm going to launch that site, or I'm going to sell 